the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Biden warns Americans to leave Ukraine. I think it'd be wise to leave the country. Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams accused of mask hypocrisy. The point is that she was not wearing a mask when she is one of those proponents of mask mandates. More states give mask mandates the boot. Well, we didn't want to keep any mandates in force for a moment longer than necessary. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, February 8th. I'm Mike Scott. Putting on a united front, President Joe Biden and German Chancellor Olaf Scholz discussed the ongoing tensions with Russia. Thinking of Russia invading Ukraine, the president said he's not sure if even Vladimir Putin knows what Putin will do next. I don't know that he knows what he's going to do. And uh, I think he has to realize that it would be a gigantic mistake for him to move on Ukraine. The impact on Europe and the rest of the world would be devastating and he would pay a heavy price. However, if Russia does invade Ukraine, Biden says that shutting down the Nord Stream 2 pipeline is an option. If, uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. Biden went on to urge Americans to leave Ukraine. I think it'd be wise to leave the country. Uh, not, I don't mean our, I don't mean, I'm not talking about our diplomatic corps. I'm talking about Americans who are there. I hate to see them get caught in a crossfire if, in fact, they did admit. And there's no need for that. And I, if I were they, if I had anyone there, I'd say leave. Meanwhile, on the diplomatic front, Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the U.S. has not given up on diplomatic talks with Russia. We're all driving the same message. We're willing to continue a substantive conversation with Russia on mutual security concerns. The diplomatic path is clear. At the same time, we and our allies are resolved that there will be real and profound consequences should Russia choose to continue aggression. Blinken went on to say that the U.S. was determined to keep the energy secure. When Russia halted gas supplies to Europe over a dispute with Ukraine in 2009, People died from the cold. And when energy supplies fail, economies falter. We're determined to prevent that from happening. Speaking to reporters, Press Secretary Jen Psaki said the White House is pursuing a two-track approach. We're pursuing a two-track approach, uh, which includes deterrence and diplomacy, uh, but that we are ready either way for whatever decision President Putin might make. And we don't have a new assessment of, uh, of his decision and where he stands on it. The press secretary went on to emphasize that they are focused on preparedness. 
being prepared is exactly what we can do uh, from the U.S. government in coordination and in partnership with our NATO allies, our partners in Eastern Europe, and of course, the Ukrainians. And that is what we're focused on. Looking to our neighbors in the north, Canada's public safety ministry says U.S. officials should stay out of his country's domestic affairs. Joining other Canadian leaders in pushing back against prominent Republicans who offered support for the protest of COVID-19 restrictions that have besieged downtown Ottawa for more than a week, Ottawa Police Chief Peter Slowly says maximum efforts are being employed to stop illegal protests. We are turning up the heat in every way we possibly can within our operations and enforcement, as well as in our engagement of all three levels of government. Every available Ottawa Police Service officer has been working for the last four days. Slowly says a crowdfunding site that was raising money for protesters has also been shut down. Our efforts combined with the city's efforts eliminated the GoFundMe. $10 million are no longer accessible to the demonstrators. There are other funding avenues that we continue to aggressively go after through intelligence, information, coordination with financial institutions, and all three levels of government. And slowly says police made arrests. We've had 20 arrests and charges, criminal arrests and charges of individuals who have broken the law directly or indirectly in regards to this, this demonstration. Revisiting Fukushima. Experts from the International Atomic Energy Agency will visit Japan's wrecked Fukushima nuclear power plant next week to review plans to begin releasing more than a million tons of treated radioactive water into the sea. Our correspondent Charles de Ledesma has more. The government hopes the mission will assure people of the safety of the release, which is expected to take decades to finish. The water's been stored in about 1,000 tanks at the plant. These need to be removed to allow for the plant's decommissioning. A massive earthquake and tsunami in 2011 destroyed the cooling systems, triggering the meltdown of three reactors and the release of large amounts of radiation. Water used to cool the reactor cores has since leaked extensively. The plan, however, has been fiercely opposed by fishermen local residents and Japan's neighbours, including China and South Korea. I'm Charles Duladesma. New Jersey's Governor Phil Murphy announcing plans Monday to lift the statewide COVID-19 mask requirement in schools a month from now because of the rapid easing of the Omicron surge, calling the move a huge step back toward normalcy for our kids. Murphy says the timing and the numbers were right when it comes to dropping the school mask mandate. Well, we didn't want to keep any mandates in force for a moment longer than necessary. At the same time, the last thing we wanted to do was to pull back too early. Governor Murphy says due to the dramatic decline in the state's COVID numbers, the school mask mandate will end soon. Because of the dramatic decline in our COVID numbers, effective Monday, March 7th, the statewide school mask mandate will be lifted. Additionally, we will lift the statewide mandate in all child care settings. Murphy says while the state is dropping the school mask mandate, it can still be implemented by individual districts or private schools deciding that it may be necessary. We are not removing the ability of individual district leaders to maintain and enforce such a policy within their schools or any private child care provider from maintaining such a policy within their business should community conditions 
require. Deleted overnight. Stacey Abrams took down a photograph showing her maskless in front of mass school kids due to immense backlash. Abrams, who herself is a strong proponent of mask mandates, was lambasted for the apparent hypocrisy of showing up to a campaign event without a mask. Republicans like Jeremy Hunt predict it will hurt Democrats come the midterms. I think this November, voters are going to show up to the polls and send a loud and clear message to the Democrat Party that they have completely missed it. Abrams' team released a statement claiming that Republicans were using a Black History Month event for a false political attack. But the view's Sonny Hostin isn't buying it. I think it was really hypocritical, actually. First, her statement, first of all, this has nothing to do with Black History Month. It, it's the, the point is that she was not wearing a mask when she is one of those proponents of mask mandates. Meantime, CNN's Bakari Sellers believes that people who are outraged weren't going to vote for Abrams anyway. In politics, is it unhelpful? The answer is yes, because now we're talking about it on CNN. Trust me, they're going to be talking about it on Fox News all week long. And so it definitely ain't helpful. The people, though, who are outraged weren't going to vote for Stacey Abrams anyway. First Lady Jill Biden says President Biden will continue to push Congress to adopt a proposal that could make community colleges tuition-free. Joe doesn't quit. He doesn't give up. He is keeping his promise to rebuild our middle class, and he knows that community colleges do just that. Mrs. Biden says the Washington political process treats legislation like a football, while real people like community college students wait for assistance that would help them build better lives. Governing isn't a game. There are no teams to root for or against just people americans from all walks of life who need help and hope japanese technology giant toshiba says it plans to split into two companies the daybreak insiders jeremy house has more one company would be focused on infrastructure while the other would deal with devices as Toshiba tries to placate unhappy shareholders. Tokyo-based Toshiba is also selling its joint venture stake in Toshiba Carrier to the U.S.-based Carrier Group for about $877 million. In addition, Toshiba is selling Toshiba Elevator and Building Systems as well as Toshiba Lighting and Technology. Leaving a bad taste in the mouths of consumers. Wisconsin-based spice retailer Penzi's Republicans Are Racist sale resulted in a huge drop in email subscribers. Penzi sent out an email advertisement with the subhead, Cheese Off Racist Free. The email included an offer of a free half-cup jar of spice with a $10 purchase. On this disconnect, that corporations now have with their consumers. Selena Zito, national political reporter for the Washington Examiner, joined the Hugh Hewitt show on the Salem Radio Network and says the covenant between manufacturers and consumers is broken. The covenant between the two entities, who we buy our products from and, um, and who makes our products, is, is shattered, is broken, 
because we don't there's no connection between the two because who makes our stuff in a bigger and big entities uh it doesn't live anywhere near us so they don't know us zito likened the consumer connection with the manufacturers to a citizen's relationship to government when that relationship is broken it's much it's very similar to how broken our relationship is with government Um, with institutions, with academia. We don't have any cultural connection. Focusing on the Penzi's spices controversy, Zito makes it clear that the disconnect isn't necessarily between Republicans and Democrats. Even though the story was about Penzi spices and about the owner, Bill Penzi Jr., um, having a all-Republicans-are-racist special, unbelievable anybody would do that. Um, but what, what it, it, it's not even a, a Democrat-Republican thing. It's, a, it, it's, it's an inside-outside thing. The backlash caused 40,000 unsubscribes from its Voice of Cooking email list. They were absolutely clueless because you know what? They don't know their customers. More pain at the pump as gas prices continue to rise. Correspondent Shelley Adler has more. Gas prices rose $0.08 a gallon this week, which puts the average price at $3.42 a gallon. That's according to GasBuddy.com. The national average is almost a dollar more than it was last year, and prices are expected to continue to go up. And that almost always has to do with the price of oil, which is now $93 a barrel. Patrick DeHaan, the head of petroleum analysis at GasBuddy, says oil prices are up due to the continued concerns over Russia invading Ukraine, and that there won't be enough supply to meet demand this summer. I'm Shelley Adler. Turning to the Beijing Olympics, the U.S. Olympic team adds to its medal count. Our Olympic insider Denny Knapp has details. Team USA picks up its third silver medal of the Games, doing so in the figure skating team event, which was won by the Russian Olympic Committee. A stunning end to the women's giant slalom for defending champion Michaela Schifrin. She was disqualified after missing the fifth turn and crashing during her first run. More disappointment for Team USA in men's snowboarding, where defending champion Red Gerard was denied a spot on the podium, finishing fourth. And American Darian Stevens placed eighth in qualifying to join the 12-person field that will compete for medals in the women's freestyle skiing Big Air on Tuesday morning in Beijing. I'm Denny Cap. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.